everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Bloody Good Horror for the new year. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing Night Swim. It's about a pool that kills people, John, in case you were wondering. Joining me tonight, first up from the Bay Area of San Francisco, please welcome Matilda to the show. Hey. Next up from Indiana, please welcome Casey. Hello. And last up tonight, you notice that, John? Lastly tonight, from Manhattan, New York City, please welcome John Schnorris to the show. Death pool. That's right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it really feel like the concept, a concept from the 80s of a silly movie that they made serious? With like modern, like it reminded me of like what's a uh, deathbed? The bed that that's eats. what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, the bed that kills or eats. Yeah, I mean we're doing the review right now. This like is the review. Diner. Review like, over. I liked that about <laughs> it. I don't know. But John, we're here uh, to continue our Sisyphusian task mm-hmm. of watching all the horror, so that you don't. Have is that to. what we're doing? There's so much now. It's like you know. Demo- de- democratization of distribution, yay! But like, yeah. yeah, we you know, but the theatrical stuff. Here we are. We used to be much more completist than we are now, and then we all. We, I yeah. I would actually argue we still we actually get to all the theatrical stuff, or like ninety three percent. Yeah, most the, yeah. the stuff worth seeing. I think. Yeah, we haven't had as much to go to the last year too. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's been a weird couple of years on Earth. <laughs> Generally, I'm sure that affected it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everything's fine in John's world. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's take a quick break and review. Oh, my God. I blanked. What's it it called? Night Swim. Night Swim. (laughs) Swim night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Fuck the front time. It's been a minute on the show since I completely and fully forgot the name. I was just about, I was, all I could hear in my head was deathbed. So, <laughs> yeah, that I means mean, it has you. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. appropriate, actually. Yeah. How are you doing these days, John? It's the new year. It's a new year. Um, uh, I don't know. The weather sucks. How'd you do with that storm, Uh-oh, is man? This depressed, John. <laughs> did you get the Did you get the snow? You got some snow, I imagine. Uh, yeah, we got a we got six or seven inches on Sunday, and yeah. then a couple more last night. But then it started raining, so it's kind of yeah. washing away. It's a slop fest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you know, I'm fine. I, I saw night swim in the middle of the day, so that's cool. That's I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. We have an announcement that we're oh. going to make. Oh, we're doing later. it right off the top. Let's no. go. We're te- oh, we're te- why we in the industry call it tease, John. Mm, okay. <laughs> tease. <laughs> tease. <Yeah>. Sit tight. <laughs> so get ready for that. <laughs> All right. Try John. not to hurt yourself. <laughs> Please bring us the word of the day. Eric, today's word is drench. Oh. Drench. D-R-E-N-C-H, drench. As a verb, it can mean wet thoroughly or soak. Uh, it can also mean forcibly administer a drug in liquid form. I, that I did not know. Um, 
But uh, yeah, there you go. Drench, forcibly administer. Uh, <laughs> it can also, as a noun, mean a dose of medicine administered to an animal. Wow, that's weird. Okay. Mm. Uh, so it comes to us from the Old English drenken, drenken, mm-hmm. which means forced to drink. So I guess the like forcibly administering the medicine was kind of the original definition. And, uh, you know, here we are. Interesting. Yeah. I learned something here tonight. Thanks, John. Well, I, I aim to please. Why don't you tell me about Night Swim? Night Swim comes to us from a little horror production outfit you all may have heard of called Blumhouse. Uh, it was uh, so James Wan also here as producer. Uh, and so maybe I, I think we talked about Blumhouse and James Wan's company, Atomic Monster, are now sort of one company, but both are credited here. I sort of assumed this was being developed under Atomic Monster you know, for however long, and then sort of came under the Blumhouse umbrella when they when they merged. Um, it is uh, from a writer-director, Bryce McGuire, uh, who I believe this is his first director full-length thing. He's done, he's done some shorts. He did a thing that's part of an anthology. Um, and in fact, this movie came out of a short that he did in 2014. Um, there's a co-writer, Rod Blackhurst. Uh, so so that's the crew. Um, the story here, we've got a family of four. Ray, Eve, Izzy, and Elliot. Uh, Ray, the dad, is uh, a former baseball player, professional baseball player, who is dealing with an MS diagnosis. And they are trying to, like, figure out where they're going to live and, and sort of they, they're like moving to the Twin Cities area, I think, for medical treatment reasons. Um, and so we see them initially, they're like looking at renting a house and then they see this house and it has a pool. They didn't they didn't know it was a death pool, unfortunately, but it was. We knew because the movie actually opens with. A death pool sequence and. uh and so, yeah, I mean, that's the setup. You've got these four people. Um, they're living in a house. Spooky things begin transpiring, all of which center around a pool. They could just not swim in the pool, but they don't do that. They the pool's real they enticing, cho- though, John. They do choose to yeah. swim in the pool. Yeah, I mean, look, there's like a lot of other stuff we can get into. There's, it's a, it is a spring-fed pool. Um Greatest cameo of a horror movie in in quite some time. I don't know if you all clocked the pool boy, the pool man, as no. the main character from High Maintenance, the HBO show. Oh, I don't know what that is. I've never oh. seen that. <clears throat> Eric. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when we get off is this this here podcast, you are going to need to go and you're going to need to go watch High Maintenance Oof, immediately. I, yeah. Yeah. My current ex- obsession is uh, I think you should leave. Oh my Which god! I'll, t- I'll talk about that later. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was I, you know who loved that show was one yeah. Joe Charnas. Oh really? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. that was yeah, we'll you know he was it. he was on that pretty early. I think it um, might be the best thing ever made, John. I don't want to speak. Eric, like, where were you when that show came? Like, there's, there's, you like, know me, I'm stubborn. John. <laughs> all right. Well, so high maintenance <laughs> is another one that you're gonna. I actually think really really enjoy. He plays the weed delivery man. 
who is unnamed. He doesn't get a name in the show. He just, every episode delivers weed to somebody different. And it's about their... That sounds kind of cool. Weed usage, basically. But he I gets, haven't seen this yet either. I need oh, to watch. Hijinks and Sue. Yeah, it's really good. Um, in any event, he's the pool boy in this, or the Got pool it. man. Great. And in any event, he's a completely <laughs> unimportant character in this movie. I was just so happy when I saw him. I was in the theater like, yay! Pool guy. I should know his name. He's been in other stuff. But... Um, so yeah, spooky things, uh, you know, evil is afoot. Evil is in the pool, it turns out. Um, I don't know. We can Love start it. there. All right, Matilda, what'd you think? Um, you know, I think I wanted to like this one a little bit more than I ultimately did. Um, I wanted to like it. Be- I was in the like big Dolby IMAX type theater that rattles your seat and the whole thing. I thought I was going to, and it was, it looked like it was going to be silly fun. It's a pool that kills people. Like what's not to like, but I think it, <laughs> there kind of isn't enough here for the material of it's, it's scary to learn to swim when you're a kid. Pools are scary. You know, people can go under and you don't notice. There's all this stuff about swimming as a kid and it doesn't quite go far enough with that and ends up in the kind of suffering from some of what I think is like the PG-13 horror things, which is heavy on the family drama of um, alienation and heavy on the jump scares. And I just wanted a little bit more from it, I think. Casey. Um, This hasn't happened in a while, but this movie made me grumpy. I did not like this much at all. I found it kind of boring and very flat. There is a lot of magic discovery going on here where there is zero effort as they uncover the mystery of what's going on with this haunted pool. I mean, at one point, (laughs) we watched the mom in this movie go from learning the name of a ghost kid to uncovering the entire mystery within like five minutes of movie time and it was just and it was a moment of (laughs) my favorite part is she sits down at the computer types in the name and all of a sudden she knows like seven generations of families that have dealt with this pool (laughs) and tracked down the etymology (laughs) and where this all started and that kind of writing this movie had potential like Matilda I was hoping it'd be silly fun it's a murderous pool you expect some shenanigans, but there's nothing going on here. It's just completely flat and zero depth. And I'm going to be honest here, outside of Monarch, I don't know that I'm a big Wyatt Russell fan. <laughs> okay. John? Yeah, I thought this movie was very bad. Like, it was it was <laughs> wow. worse. It was, it was much worse than I was expecting. For primarily the reasons that Casey is hitting, like the script is nonsensical at a level that like any, I mean, we, whatever, we've covered a lot of these types of movies over the the many years. It feels like we haven't covered one that's quite in this niche, which Matilda, you mentioned it's PG 13. It's sort of like generic possession nonsense going on like to me this is like super watered down poltergeist remake you know and and like the pool piece actually makes it worse because and in case you sort of hit on this like the rules are very unclear 
like the pool can like move things that are in the house that have water in them, I guess. But like, and like it can make you see things that are like the, the mom is swimming and she sees Wyatt Russell, but like why, you know, like it's, it, the one, I don't know. There's like two or three scenes that were just kind of like, what the fuck? Um, Casey, you mentioned the pool cover thing. Like, yes. why? Like, the girl, so there's the daughter. There's this sequence where, like, the pool cover is closing itself, and the daughter is trying to, like, wheel it back, and she can't. But then the mom comes, and they are able to wheel it back. So it's just like, if you're, like, slightly stronger. slightly more than child strength. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what, you know, like, so, so like, the dad would have been, like, no problem, one-handed? Like, I don't, like, I, it's just, it's shit like that where you're like, wait, do, what's the, what's happening now? But That's really funny. Um, I did text I did text Eric and Schnars during the movie last night. But how does the magic water roll up the pool cover? Yeah. It's I mean, whatever. It is I didn't want to be like super nasty about it, but like it's it's really pretty bad. Like it's just that it was I was surprised. I was expecting more. The one thing I should say, and then Eric, I'll stop and you can talk. I thought James Wan was the director of this movie. I going did too into it. until the opening credits. Yeah. yeah. And so, well, I didn't even clock it during the opening credits that he wasn't. So I'm watching this movie and I'm like, wow, James Wan, like really, yeah, you can tell really lost what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like what is going on? Um, it was also like so weird to me. I'm like, why did he even make time it, to direct even this? If it, <laughs> like, even if it was like, did really uh-huh. terrible directing, which it's not like, he's got flair. Even if he's making a bad movie, it's got personality to it. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to, John, I got the first twist of 2024 here for you. I kind of liked it. I'm (laughs) kind of into this movie. (laughs) To quote our friend Rachel, uh, it's a good sit. (laughs) It was under an hour and 40 minutes. We saw so so many movies at the end of the year. We saw so many like harrowing movies at the end. Like just art house and like, um, elevated horror and subtitles and like just like crazy <laughs> shit. This is just easy to sit through, John. And that's my best. That's the best thing I have to say for it. It felt to me like, like it's like Stephen King light a little bit. Like there's just something about the story structure that made me feel like this is a person who really loves King yeah. and is trying to create a similar kind of like people story that King would wrap the horror around. Right. And I think what it does well is like, okay, like your, your mileage on Russell can vary, but the fact that he's a baseball player is actually important and thematic to the whole story. Right. Like that's where sometimes I think these generic things, uh, fall flat is like, it's, it's there, but it's not important to the horror or the story. Whereas here it's all kind of like tied together, which I liked. I like him here. Uh, this actress that plays his wife, I actually really like her. And it took me a couple of minutes to place her, but she was on Better Call Saul. And it's cool because she plays a character that sort of like existed in the Breaking Bad universe, but you never saw, like very specifically never actually saw or heard her. So then they cast her in Better Call Saul. I think she's doing a lot of the heavy lifting here because she's just very charismatic. I think, oh, it's, she's yeah. the whole movie. Like yeah. the, the yeah. mom, for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, um, I like the the setting. Like it's kind of a weird off kilter, like California house. There's something some weird like 
the whole pool area. There's like this weird elevated deck thing. And well, like, it's in the upper Midwest where I don't know. Oh, like, it I looked, guess, felt very California to me. I mean, so I'm they sure they shot it there, there for yeah. sure. But, but yeah, I don't know. It's, and it does, there's a weird thing that I liked about it, which is like, it does feel like a concept of a cheesy 80s movie that then somebody made serious in modern day. But to and me, like, that's I kinda the worst part. <laughs> I, see, I just, I enjoyed it. I liked, like, it's not that scary, but a couple things got me. Um, and I really liked the sequence with the pool party. Like, I kind of liked, I, I don't know, that was just interesting the way that played out, I thought. So, like, I enjoyed it. All Tom. right, so let's get, because the pool party, I would agree with you that the pool party is uh, shot effectively, right? What I yeah. mean is there's a lot going on in that scene. You've got the sun up in the house. There's like a lot of people there. The parents are doing different stuff. The, you're also getting like plot. You're getting like exposition from the mom talking to people in the kitchen while action's happening in the pool. There's also at this point, you know, the pool's evil. So like you're sort of there, like what's going to happen? Yeah. Here's my thing with the pool party. What we know at the end of the movie and and the sort of, I mean, whatever, we're, we're going to spoil, like, I'm just going to talk, but like, the end of the movie asks that we, th what you are asked to believe or accept in the reality of this movie is that you, the pool can cure or like grant wishes. It's like a, it's a wishing well is like what they refer to it as, but to do that, it has to like take a life. Yeah. It's like, isn't that kind of what the box is about? I mean, I know the box is an adaptation uh, of like a. I can't remember. Like, it's kind of the same thing. They're like, press this button, you get rich, but somebody you don't know will die. Yeah, but this is like somebody, this is like your family members. You got to yeah. like basically trade. Mm -hmm. No, but where I'm going is in that sequence at the pool party, he's like drowning this boy, but he's also drowning himself. Like who, like what is happening <laughs> okay. in the universe of the movie? Like <laughs> why? who's supposed to die there? You know? Yeah, it's very, I was just, like in retro, like at the time I was like, I don't know, that's weird. Like this pool is just like randomly killing people. But then once it's explained what's in, you know, happening, you're like, wait, why was that like happening yeah, yeah, in that yeah. scene? I don't know. So that, yeah. that upset me. You know what I, okay. Well, I did find one scene scary. I really liked when she went to talk to the lady. I love it. I when like she that. turns and, and yeah. gets freaky, that actress, that was a great performance. I thought. Yeah, I like that, and I was even okay with, you know, the, the the way they focused that scene and had shot that scene, and they she had that big bubbling marble fountain right next to her, and they kept focusing on that when she started talking about that and giving it the side eye. I really, I did enjoy that aspect of it. It was good that they gave that kind of nod to it, and that gave it that, I see where you get like that 80s feel that you're talking about, Eric, with that. It was just that, like oh. that's a well that's a well put together. No, no scene. yeah, well, I don't even think it feels like an eighties movie. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm talking like a layer removed. I just like that the concept. Yeah. that like <laughs> makes me think of that because yeah. then it's like, and, and I'll I'll buy the argument that you end up with unintentional camp potentially because of that because <laughs> this because yeah. the the idea is so silly and they're taking it like deathly serious. Like it doesn't like, really get there though. I like. I, I mean, un, does it get there unintentionally? Maybe, it, like, maybe five years from now, kids will be, like, drinking, you know, at a sleepover and watching this movie. It doesn't, it never rises Sleeping. to that level. 
because it's PG-13. It's, that's like at some level the yeah. problem. I saw this. I got to bring this up because we're talking about it. I saw this headline in the Daily Beast this morning that literally made me like, uh, it was like, campy Night Swim is the next Megan. And I'm like, okay, first no. of all, first of all, <laughs> Megan's like really silly on purpose. Yeah. This movie's yeah. not. It's not as good, nearly as good as Megan. But it's like, what? this is why a podcast like this exists. Because like mainstream critics just say anything. Well, that also like, just yeah. sounds like PR nonsense. It sounds yes, like, the, right. yeah. you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I interviewed Jason Blum and this is what he told me to say. Yeah. So, you, you all have had some good uh, movie comparisons or mentioned some good compa- comparisons. But I tell you what this movie has screamed to me is somebody watched The Happening and thought that shit with the trees and stuff was pretty cool. Let's do a movie around that because it's a natural source that's killing things off. And if you remember the happening, every time the death air started from the trees, you'd see the leaves rustle. And in this movie, every time the magic water was doing its thing, you'd see little ripples across the top of the surface of whatever water's around. <laughs> yeah. It's just good foreshadowing, Casey. I don't know what to tell you. They, they did think, I, I, I do think... <laughs> that the filmmakers thought they were being clever with a lot of the like water stuff that's going yeah. on here. I go I liked the <coughs> effect like when a, when they're down deep and they look up and it looks like the surface of the pool is like way far away. Like it's this little tiny yeah. rectangle. Like a, that's yeah. I thought that yeah. was effective. And the mom going down to save the son with the hose and stuff, and that that whole sequence where she gets lost and disoriented, that was... I'm going to call shenanigans on that hose situation. Because, like, yeah. first of all, there's no way the air travels through that, right? But second of all... <laughs> she put a knot in it's it! It's tied at the top <laughs> like that, yeah. I was fine with the hose. It's more like, can the hose go into the alternate universe? Like, these are the yeah. rules where you're just like, ah... Whatever. (laughs) I I needed a little bit more of the like, um, I feel like some of the most effective scares were that, and maybe this is just me and how I was traumatized by Flash Gordon as a child. But if you put your hand (laughs) into something we can't see, I'm in. And for hair to come out of that was great. Like the hair horror was pretty good. Yeah. Yes. You just reminded me, this movie has... I, it actually, it's mostly in the first half. There are four to five shots of someone leaning over a pool. Like, it's the scariest <laughs> thing on the planet. Like, oh, no, she's <laughs> leaning over the pool. What will happen? Like, and then it. they fall in and, oh, they can swim. Oh, they're fine. <laughs> like, it's okay, you know? But, I mean, I agree. The hand going in, that's that's uh, like a layup, you know? It's like a jump scare. Yeah. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one the, with the hair the, did the lady, The lady in the... Um, cl- the, the pool cleaner, the skimmer, that, I believe the they drain. call it. Yeah. 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 The voice, the mm-hmm. voice, and like the reveal—that was really. Seemed that like was a decent. Not, it was a good jump scare. What too. I'm hearing I mean, that is, one got me. you guys are coming around. <laughs> yeah. Well, around. but then we get the script <laughs> of it, and it's so concrete. Like, my name is this, and I am looking for my mother. Like, it's so right. It's a little exactly. like John. You are my brother. You know. Isn't that refreshing <laughs> for ghosts to just tell you what they want and not make yeah. you jerk off for ten hours? That's like, true. It's you know? true. It is I, yeah. right to it. <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, that's my biggest problem with it. They're like Matilda says is this script. It's very concrete, but they don't develop anything. It's they just state it. Yeah, 
So all the facts of what's the mysteries behind it, it's just stated. There's no discovery. There's no little hunt to where she uncovers something shocking and she, you know, you have the trauma of that. She's just like, oh, here it is. Well, it, it what it does, because like uh, Eric's point that like the ghost not being around the bush, I, I do appreciate that because there's a lot of movies that are just like. And I hate that shit. It, we well, spent an like, hour trying to figure it out when we know what it is. Well, and like, yeah. oh, oh, the ghost moved a curtain. Like it's sending you a fucking message. It's like, no, like just fucking, there's a message. Tell me the message. These ghosts do tell you the message. And so kudos to them. It's also interesting because it's not just like one entity. It's like a thing that sort of like pulls all these like souls into it, but, essentially. Yeah. He, what it does is it puts us in the position and it puts the movie to a certain extent in the position of like, I mean, I was joking about it before, but it's like, just stay out of the fucking pool. Like, just don't go in the pool, you know? Like, so the, it, it undercuts some of the drama because you're like, oh, well, yeah. they're going in the pool. Like, fucking bad things are going to happen. I will tell now. you like, the funniest whatever. moments is like, there's a thing where, so the, the um, what, what's his first name? Wyatt? Ray, Ray. Well, Wyatt is the his Russell, real name. Actor. The actor. Yeah. Like, so his character is the one that's being healed by the pool. And so he kind of gets like addicted to it. And if he gets too far away from it, like, he doesn't feel good if he hasn't been swimming. But his his acting in that way, he's just like, like he's basically there like act like a drug addict for the pool. And it's, yes, it was really it is good. That yeah. was the one. It's towards the end. Intentional yeah. camp. Well, when he's just like, maybe we can go uh, swimming again. <laughs> you know, yeah. Something like that. Well, also yeah. with him, they towards the end, they pull his son out of the pool who almost drowned. And they're giving the son CPR. He gets depossessed. He's like, he's okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they do go with the bleak ending, or at least a down, a little bit of a downer there. Like. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah, one other the same question. Time that pay off their. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Does no one else in the no, neighborhood of this small community remember that people have drowned in this pool? <laughs> well, like you would think this would be from, a famous uh, pool. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the pool no, guy but, said but that a lot all the, the pools, but all a lot the pools of the, were spring-fed, so why aren't they haunted? A lot of the mm. um, news clippings said disappearance. Yeah, that's true. They that didn't say like, pool murder. It's like the yeah, one okay. girl they know drowned in the pool. Well, they didn't even know that she drowned. I guess, no, because they found her slipper. That was the, that was the, like. Yeah. But she, her body was not in the pool. Yeah, like, she didn't drown. Yeah, so, like, I just remember seeing, like, disappearance when they're looking. Yeah, she's looking no, at you're right. Articles. Um, I did. I did like the turn on the mom too, though. Once they, when the when uh, the girl from 1992, Rebecca is that her name, the one that mm -hmm. passed that drowned. Yeah. What her mom when she had that turn all of a sudden when Wyatt, when the good actor, the main mom was there talking to her, and Rebecca's mom's like, "Well, somebody had to pay." <laughs> I like that turn. So yeah. here's the question. And Matilda, I thought I thought this is where you were gonna go. If the dad is dying at the end of the movie, whose wish is being granted? Is yeah. like is like the son gonna be like a badass like baseball player now going forward? They said that it like it gives the gift and then it has to take a life to replenish itself, but then they said it goes away. It goes. It's like the Jeepers. But, like, but my yeah. my my question is like, who got the gift? Or are you saying that you think the dad got the gift? I but think then he also already did get the gift. Himself? I think and it's then both himself. him. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And I got the impression it wasn't particular. It gave a gift. So as long as it gets right. paid, it doesn't really care. We have, I, I would like to mention, because we have it, that I thought the actress that played the teenage daughter was fantastic. Uh, She's yeah. the other one Agreed. that really carries the movie. Yeah. Agree. I, I thought she was really good. Um, the son. Did, is she from good. something? I felt like I recognized her, but I couldn't place it. Um, I was looking at her on IMDb, but now I don't remember. I, I was don't like, think- you ever seen an actor, like a young actor, and be like, who are your parents? Because I feel like, I don't know you, but I feel like you're yeah. famous parents. She's apparently in this new Hunger Games movie that just came out. So, uh, uh, mm. going no. places, John. Hunger Games. Jeez. I mean, she kind of looks nice like when. Here, yeah. She kind of looks like the gal that was that's the star of uh, Lisa Frankenstein that's coming up. That's who it reminded me of. But I just seen that trailer. I don't know what that started. is, but I just can't get over the name of it. It's uh, it's Diablo name. Cody. It's good. Yeah, okay, and Robin that, Williams' the name daughter makes sense then. I guess. Yeah. Zelda um, Williams. She uh, so much the, Frankenstein last year. What is going on? It's it's of the moment. There's that dude. one coming with. Uh, I'm here for it. That other dude. There's another one. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, del Toro is doing a Frankenstein thing. I mean AI, and our uh, you know maybe science causing the end of civilization. Yeah. Just as a theory for why Frankenstein is relevant again. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, that uh, the teenage actress. She's German, born mm-hmm. in. Germany. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she was pretty good too. I got a, uh, I can't think of her name off the top of my head and I don't have IMDb up, the, but the lady that played the realtor. She was uh, funny. She's a good, mm-hmm. she's a good uh, comedian. She's in a lot of TV shows, that you know, sense. a good character actor. She's, I thought she was funny. Like her whole delivery yeah. on the like, yeah, so I wasn't going to tell you. But. <laughs> yeah. She said, yeah. I didn't want to put like, it, which is my favorite new phrase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah she was just kind of funny. Uh, Ellie Areza? is that? I think that's her. Yeah. Oh, no, that's you know the mom. That's the mom that of, freaks out on him. You know who she kind of reminded me of? Let's go back in time, John. Do you remember the Hogan family? Uh, yeah. The sitcom? Yes. Oh, wait. You mean like the reality show sitcom? John, no. This was from like 1983. The Hogan uh, y- family. Yes. John. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sandy Duncan mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a young uh, Jason Bateman. Anyway, their neighbor, her name mm-hmm. is Mrs. Poole. The realtor lady kind of reminded me of. Yeah. I, it's funny. I like can't find her on IMDb for some reason. Like I'm not. I'm not clocking her on IMDb in any way. Ben Sinclair. He's the pool tech, the high maintenance guy. Yeah. Love it. Just a hero to us all. Anything I just else? thought of that though. I just thought of that though. When I mentioned a second ago, he did make a point that said all of the pools around that area were fit, were. Yeah, is that a thing? The spring-fed pool? Like, yeah, I've never real? heard of that either. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Sure, there definitely are like spas that are pools that are fed from underground springs and like heated through them. Like I mean, that's I guess, a like, thing. Ro- oh, sure. sure yeah, that's where. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, one other point I was going to make. I understand this movie is not Avatar 2 and that the filmmaker is not James Cameron. Some of the underwater photography and specifically there was one sequence that I like legit almost did a spit take when the daughter is going to the deep water, that sequence where she's playing Marco Polo with the boyfriend there was like some green screen action they were trying to do with the water. It, it was so bad. I was blown away. Like it just, it looked like bad. It looked like bad green screen. 
And it just, I don't know. There, there's no excuse for that, in my opinion. Interesting. I didn't catch that. I did. There was something bro busted with the screen in my theater. Like uh-huh. it well, looked like you it had caught it a screen. cut or a dent in it or something. But what was happening was it then for this whole like kind of maybe like an eighth of it, it's like the angle was off, so the light wasn't hitting right, so it was darker than everything else. It was dude. It was so were you at the, oh Were you God. at the uh, what's it called, the spooky mall or the? That, yeah, I was at the haunted mall. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That place. I mean, the theater I was at is it's the closest one to my house, and it is they gotta tear it down. I like, can't I want you to visit still... John just so I can take you there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> one day <laughs> we can throw pennies into the empty wishing fountain that's there. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing I was gonna say. I did like. Another argument for sort of the rationality of this film is that the mom does empty the pool. Like at the end, she well, but like she does the thing. Whereas like, as soon as she realizes that it's a threat and we were joking, like just stop fucking swimming in the pool. She does empty it. And then it like magically refills, but not with dirty water. It refills with like pristine, normal water, which whatever, that's a whole other question mark. But I like that the mom, you know, took action me too i found the realtor by the way uh her name is nancy linehan but she has been all over tv she's been in everything from the great outdoors catch me if you can she was on drunk history (laughs) oh i recognize her now yeah now yeah okay good times all right would you recommend night swim jonathan absolutely not Casey? No. Matilda? Yeah, unfortunately, no. I'd hoped it would be good starter horror, but I don't think so. I'm going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) You counterintuitive bastard. (laughs) Are we starting your top 10 list for the year? I might as well put on my top 10 list. It's number one. (laughs) Number one with a bullet. Number one. (laughs) Should I do that? I should, right? That's where we should go with this. Absolutely. It'd be funny. It'd be funnier if you put it on your list at number 10. (laughs) I've done that. I did that with last year with that Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) All right. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail. Every legend is based on fact, every myth is grounded in truth. For 17 years, the town of Haddonfield, Illinois, has been haunted by a night when evil roamed the streets and a madman ruled the night. Everyone knows his name. Now, everyone will know the truth. I knew what he was, but I never knew why. Hey, this is Brian O'Holler, and you might know me from such films as Clerks, Clerks 2, Brutal Massacre. You're listening to BloodyGoodHorror.com.
contact the info at bloodygoodhorror.com or on Twitter using hashtag AskPGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror. It's official, John. As of right now, Night Swim, number one horror film of 2024. <laughs> Stop it. It's right here on the sheet. I mean, I look, I believe you. I believe you. Can't deny the sheet, John. No, no. Wouldn't dare. Wouldn't dream of it. Uh, John, we got some news to share. You keep trying to downplay it and like it's not a big deal, but I haven't physically been in the same space as you since pre-pandemic uh is that true yeah i guess yes. so so what why don't you give everybody the news oh well we decided so i guess it was after the last i can't remember was it it was after not we the, knew before the year ender but i forgot to say yeah it. whatever it was we were talking about upcoming horror hound cincinnati march and we decided that we will be in attendance Hell yeah, dude. Do Casey, we have the dates? Eric, it's like and myself. 20. I think it's the 21st. Woo! <coughs> uh, yeah, so the, people have been asking since 2019, really. Well, there was like a two years in there, John, where they weren't asking because nobody was traveling. But people have been asking when we were going to be somewhere again that they, they we could do like a meet, some kind of meetup. And I think we're all too old and tired to do a meetup like old school style. But uh, this was perfect. We can just piggyback on someone else's event. If people think they're going to make it out, um, let us know and we can get an idea of how many people might be there. And then we could always set something up, even like just to meet in the space there. So um, there's a Blair Witch reunion. We get enough, we'll go to Waffle House and start a rumble. (laughs) There's a Blair Witch reunion happening that week uh, at the convention and um, Mike Flanagan and uh, Kate Siegel. And a bunch of other, like, an, just an incredible... Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's yeah. a good, good line Celebrity get there, so yeah. Are they still doing screenings at this thing? Do they I, do... Yeah. They must. Okay. I mean, it's... John, I don't think we've been there to a convention together in 10 years. Well, I mean, I haven't been to a convention. The last convention I went to, it was a horror hound, so that's... And the ones that we actually, went to were, like, baby... Like, they were still early years, you yeah. know, growing, and, like, it's just... They actually it's do more now. panels and stuff now, too. Nice. So, Yeah. Let us know. I guess so. It's in Cincinnati. It's a, towards the end of March. Let us know. Uh, yeah, if you're down, yeah. we're excited. Horrorhoundweekend.com. You can get all the deets. There you go. So, John, I think you should leave the show. Oh, I, Eric, I mean, look, I'm so excited. You've I discovered started getting, it. I've always kind of liked that dude, but didn't really. I started seeing clips on Instagram, just the, yeah. the algorithm. It's the they're most get, they're getting, Instagramable show on the planet. They're getting more aggressive with their algorithm, so I start seeing clips, whatever. And I'm like, I keep saying to Mark, because Mark has seen it, and he's been likewise Uh-oh. telling me forever to see it. Uh-oh. Oh, you're back. You froze for a second. He, he's been, Mark has been telling me forever to go see it. And like, to, so I'm talking to him, and I'm like, Mark, is this like the funniest show ever made? Like every clip I see is insane, <laughs> like just the funniest thing ever. So I go and watch it. It is brilliant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could go on forever. It's so fucking funny. No, I 100% agree. Um, Just absurdist and silly, and his characters are, like, so good. 
My, He's gotten a couple of awards. Yeah. yeah, he just won the creative Emmy for it, yeah. The uh if I have to pick a favorite, I mean I can't it like but some favorites. The um one where uh what's his name? Sam uh what's what's the buddy who's on a bunch of the episodes? Who's on Detroiters with him? God damn it. And I haven't seen that show, but there is a dude that I think you're talking about that's yeah, that's real funny. The guy from Werewolves Within. He uh, he oh, does that dude. Yes, yes, yes. The one where he he's time traveling uh and it's into a Christmas carol and yes, he finds yeah. Scrooge. Like I I think <laughs> about that randomly during the day sometimes and just start cracking up. Uh my second favorite is probably Coffin Flops and Corn Cop <laughs> TV, which is me. Which is I mean shut down. So many, but I think my two favorites are when he crashes the hot dog car into the <laughs> store and he's dressed like a hot dog and tries to pretend it wasn't him like it's and then he's slowly stealing shirts from the store <clears throat> and the other one it's like a short one but it's when he's playing the game the egg game what as he's getting yelled at at work and then he like wins the game and they come over and the egg takes his clothes off and he's like what the hell <laughs> oh my god it's yeah. so fucking funny yeah it's so good anyway that's what i've been watching lately it's really good I think I have a few episodes. Oh no, I finished it. I finished the third season. What was the other thing we were talking about pre-show? I can't remember now. It's like feels like a million years ago. Well, you were telling me about the weed show. Oh, that's oh, how well, it came up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Uh we gave up on Twitter because it's a cesspool now. Uh well, more than it was. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like I used to hate Twitter, like that I used Twitter, but I couldn't stop using it. And then, like, Musk made it so bad, it actually made me stop using it, and I'm actually weirdly grateful for that. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. You should send him, like, a fruit basket. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Casey, what? Like an what edible arrangement. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah. actually, wait. Before we do that, let me do Slack before I forget, so I don't get all right. that again. Okay. Uh, I love... I feel like they're not yelling at you. Like, that's overstating No, the, the one emotion. day they were, they were real fired up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first one's from Rachel. How do you feel about deep water? Do you have any creepy water experiences or related stories? <laughs> I mean, I had an almost drowning situation when I was like pretty little, like, you know, like three, it's like one of my like early, early memories. Um, and then I had well, another okay, one. So we have another question later that's about like worst pool stories. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, I can wait. I can yeah. wait. But how do you feel about deep water in general, though, John? Like, I feel totally fine with it now. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, it, there is, there's like that reptilian part of your brain that's like, yes, what's that's the down way to there? I don't know. That's the best but, way to put it. Like, yeah, I think I've said like, this before, but like, I did a little bit of like, you know, tubing as a kid, like just behind people's boats. And there was nothing scarier to me than sitting in the water and waiting for the boat to come around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he, whatever, even if it's not what a big body lake, of you water were you on? There's tons of lakes up here. Yeah, no, I know. I was just curious. Like, um, the one, and then the biggest one would have been Saranac Lake, which is okay. up up near Canada. Yeah, it's pretty legit. Yeah, it all depends on the if. It, I mean, it's different in natural water versus a pool. Obviously, like a pool, I don't care how deep it is, but like natural water, you get that darkness layer, and it's like I don't know what's down there, and that's all my brain thinks. You know about. what? <laughs> I love, but I do like yeah. the darkness better. Like the, it freaks me out. I'm at the beach and I can see everything because then I can see like the fish and stuff. Uh, see, I don't mind the fish itself, but to see that, if I can see it and I know they're there, I'm cool. Yeah, I'd rather <laughs> it's the unknown. 
Yeah, the hard part about lakes for me is the squish as you're getting in, like the Ugh. It depends yeah. between the toe, yeah, just God really knows what that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh man. All right. Uh all right. We got a bunch of threads. Oh no, we got we got one more. Oh, you do have one more, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Levi with an extremely normal question. Hmm. Whose sweat would you voluntarily swim in? Oh no. <laughs> just a just a cool chill question. <laughs> I mean, can you say your own? Like, I would be fine with that, I think. Yeah, your own, your own brand. That, yeah. that tracks for you, John. That makes mm-hmm. sense. I'm a sweaty guy, so... I was going to say, like I'm a pretty swim. hot sleeper. Yeah. Sweet, uh, sleeper, it's pretty nightly occurrence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, follow-up question. If you could swim in anything besides water, what would it be? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean, Beer. there's a lot of things I'd probably be. Also, fine I was with. just thinking you're dealing you're dealing with different buoyancy, right? Yeah, and true. different liquids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like a Gatorade. I love a Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be so just... sticky afterwards, John. Uh, you hose off, I assume. What? Okay, what flavor of Gatorade are you swimming in? Lemon lime. No, no question. <laughs> no, don't yeah, even think definitely. about it. Definitely. Yeah, love it. <laughs> All right, I don't know if that. Helped anyone, but Casey, what have we got on threads? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a bunch of threads out here uh, this week. Uh, first up, we have Jeff Sherman. Now that we have a haunted swimming pool movie, what other house amenities would you like to see haunted and turned into a movie? Maybe like a haunted in-law suite or something like that in a haunted community mailbox? This question reminded me that there is an, uh, a late Amityville direct-to-video sequel where literally <laughs> it starts with two old ladies at a garage sale buying a lamp from the Amityville house, and it like it's, ha- it's a haunted lamp. Hmm. Nice. How about a haunted sharing shack? Have we... Has that there been? You go. I guess maybe what that's is a sharing shack. That's that's where Matilda that's what is we right call now. The, that's what we call the cottage behind our house. I was gonna say, like, what if we're very 2020s and we have a haunted air fryer? Like, what if there's a? Ooh. that could be dangerous. I it like slightly under fries everything, and it's just mine's really haunted, yeah. but it's mostly so. just because I need to clean it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you wanted to go like for like real scary, like a haunted lawnmower, it'd be pretty terrifying chasing you around the yard. I was thinking about haunted lawnmower. They're nice. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got popcorn dot designs. I heard this movie sucks. What else do you think sucks? <laughs> Protest. Uh, I think it sucks when it's like 38 degrees and raining. That's like my least oh. favorite weather. Yeah, I agree. The rain just hurts. It's it's and it's windy. It just don't even get me started. This is what I've been dealing with this week. <laughs> um, next up, okay. We this is a question from the the drummer from Fog Hat, <coughs> and this is a repeat from our lost uh, Satanic Hispanics episode. Uh, he says, "Okay, I asked this for Satanic his, uh, Hispanics, but I need to know, Eric. When I first discovered the show around 2010, I swear I hear heard you say you had a crone that appeared in a lot of your photos as a kid. Did this happen? Sorry for potential relive relive trauma." And yeah, I think we, I think I told that story last week, didn't I? No, it was it was no, on the was, Satanic <laughs> Hispanics episode. That is, it's on the last oh, episode. Oh, how funny! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had this. I feel I don't want to tell the whole story again. Yes, <laughs> I saw the uh, the crone once when I was a child, and then read that as an adult and was like, "Oh, that's cool, awesome." <laughs> and I don't really, you know, me. I'm not like a, I don't really like believe in that kind of stuff, but it, it definitely freaked me out. 
You don't believe in Crohn's, like generally? No, like I've seen some. <laughs> I'm right here, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow, John. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Come on, don't put that on me. <laughs> uh, next one we got from a new threader. Um, more of a statement than a question, but ancient Native American swimming pool? I bet it's an ancient Amer- Native American swimming pool. Someone call Craig. I'm not sure who Craig is, but <laughs> Craig, uh, Craig uh, T. Nelson, right? From, yeah, uh, Coach. That would be that. Polter- there you go. See, I there you go. The that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Cal and Not. And what real life situations, for example, someone suggests a walk in the woods at night or a swim at an abandoned summer camp? Do you just say nope and get out? Of well, there? I'm not walking in the woods at night. Are you high? I have astigmatism, Casey. Oh, I could. I'm fine with the woods at night. Hell no. It's better if you are high, actually, in yeah. my experience. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. we used to do night hikes and, uh, with the Girl Scouts. I'm too. not 16 and trying to find a party in the woods. There's no reason for me to be in <laughs> the woods in the dark. <laughs> um, there was a, a I don't know, high school. Once. Oh. oh, sorry. We uh, w- we went to this place. We tried to find the party. We couldn't find it. And when we went to leave, a cop pulled up and would not believe us that we couldn't find the party. We're just like, no, we could, I don't know where it is. <laughs> You're lucky I'm here right now and not lost in the woods. <laughs> when right, I was a kid, there was a, there was a thing, in, there was a local high school that my mother was pretty invested in me going to where they would leave you out in the wilderness for two days and you had to camp by yourself, mm-hmm. like not with any other kids, just by yourself. What? And I did not go to that high school I for that d- reason. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, did that. I did that in college. I did a what? forty-eight hour. Over, yeah, it was one. Yeah. It was only one night, but they dropped you off at like nine in the morning, and they picked you up the following day, sort of like midday. So it was like thirty-six hours or so, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not for me. My dad was my dad was a little rednecky when I was growing up. I've, that's not too new to me. <laughs> All right, another uh, more of a statement than a question, but you can put a boat in a swimming pool. Do you know what you could put in a boat? A Dracula. That's from it's Grand true. Old Pukers. It's true. I saw that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And finally, we have from Metal Prof. You're swimming in the ocean at night, and you feel something below brush against your toes. What's the best and worst thing it could be? And yes, Eric, like the drummer from Foghat says, please don't forget to hit record. <laughs> I did hit record tonight. Thank you. Yes, we're good. He's been good for a couple weeks, so don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I, is there a best case scenario? Like, the worst case is it's a fucking whale or a shark, you know? Yeah. I think shark is worse than whale, John. Honestly. I mean, oh, objectively, yes. A whale but could definitely like, still eat you, but they're they're not quite... The, I mean, I don't Well, know. whale could just, like, accidentally fuck your day up is what right. I would worry about. Yeah. Just you know? swimming by. Just yeah. you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. From the stories I've read, uh, like news stories online I've read, maybe a dolphin would be bad. They can be nasty. They can I've be heard, a little, yeah. 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 They're a little rapey. Oh. Yeah. Even jellyfish yeah. is not good. Yeah. Oof. Well, that's, no, that'd yeah. be quite bad too. The yeah. only thing I could think of good is if it's like 
some kind of Austin Powers type submarine, and all of a sudden, you know, they lift you up out of the water and say, "Hey, this is yours. You're a millionaire." You know, it's always freaks me. Know. I've never seen one in real life, but uh, the Portuguese man of war yeah. looks like an alien, and it really freaks me out. Yeah, well, oh, they, yeah. don't they like, sting imagine, you too? Yeah, they're mm-hmm. googling. Yeah. I think the best case scenario is it's like a hundred dollar bill that's just floating through the water and rubs up against your foot. <laughs> you know, like, like I don't treasure. need a submarine. Like they don't. I don't keep the submarine. <laughs> just a hundred dollar bill is fine. So, Ooh. yeah, or somebody's like bale of you know, like a dealer's bale of weed or something <laughs> that they had to ditch, right? <laughs> that's like all it could be is something it like would, this. It might be a little wet if it's floating by your foot. <laughs> Maybe not, not if they wrapped it properly. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? John texted me to ask me if I wanted to answer the crone question again, but I didn't get it because I have that, that thread muted from New Year's Eve. No, that was Casey. <laughs> no, that was that me. Was, oh. yeah. <laughs> I have it muted from New Year's Eve. Thank God, because you guys were texting at midnight when I was not awake. Oh, I was asleep by midnight, but please. But... <laughs> All right. Is that it for threads? That is it. Sorry. Stand by. Side note, John, related. Uh, I'm going to be on Plug It Up soon. I don't oh. know. I don't know how long Caitlin banks episodes for, but we're going to record tomorrow night, and we're going to be talking about May. Nice. Yeah. One of my favorites. My first time. Classic. OG. Plug it up. Uh, first up, who's excited for the new Toxic Avenger movie? Yes. Is guess, there a trailer? Dude, I, don't, I think I there a was teaser. a teaser. I, yeah, oh, I, I think I have seen the teaser now that you say that. Yeah. It looks pretty kooky. I'm excited. Peter Dinklage as Toxie is, it's I good. think it sounds amazing. Yeah, and Elijah good. Wood, the teaser looked pretty great too. I do. And I am pretty down for anything Elijah Wood does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Polly Muller says, do you like the REM song Night Swimming? Uh, Yeah. That's I good. don't know that song. Yeah. Uh, did you guys clock? Um, there was a Luden Wainwright song. I think it's called yeah. Swimming Pool. That was in there. It was like right in the beginning. Like, like that song. His Eyes says, any films you're looking forward to for 2024? Oh, I was thinking, because we had talked about doing, uh, or did we end up doing that on the year ender with Rachel? I can't remember. <laughs> it was a long time. No, episode. I don't think we did. Um, the I got the first Omen trailer, which I had not seen before. I'm going on record to say it is an excellent trailer. It's an excellent trailer. So here's the problem: is it's so it's such a stylized trailer that it could just be a piece of trash, and they just I, like that yeah. editor should get an award because it's. I was like, what is happening with this trailer? And then it was like first Omen, and I'm like, what? Because here's the thing: the first thing to look for is like, and people hate on the trope of the like slowed down pop song, and I know sometimes it's overdone. Yeah. If it works, it's really cool. If it's good, it's good. But the first good. one that burned me on that, I remember specifically, is um, uh, that movie with Sebastian Stan. It was like really trippy, and oh, it's got our girl from X in it. What was that movie? Sebastian Stan and the one uh, and Mia Goth? with the uh, Cannibal Delivery Service. Mia Goth is in it. Yeah. What? Oh God damn it, guys! You're gonna make me Google this now. I mean, was it Hungry? Was that the name of the Hulu movie? It's the one where she's yeah. like kept away. It's the, it's the old timey insane asylum or whatever, or like, oh, 
the guy goes there to investigate and it's like a wellness place, but it's really weird. Called oh, a like, cure for wellness. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yes. A cure for wellness. That trailer used trailer. a slowed down version of, I want to be sedated. Mm-hmm, it was one of mm-hmm. the first times I remember seeing that and it was really cool trailer. And the movie is just nothing like that whatsoever. This I had not seen. I literally didn't know anything about the first omen other than there was a movie coming called the first omen. And, uh, the trailer, I will give you that. Yeah, it's, the trailer's it's good, good, but I was I was similarly suspicious for sure. Let me tell you about the trailer I saw today that I am now like real nervous about. Imaginary. What's that? Oh yeah, it's like the imaginary friend movie from Blumhouse, mm. and it's got like a teddy bear in it. I, it it was one of the trailers where you've seen Horror? the whole movie when they show it to you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like imagine. Hey, remember imaginary friends? What if they were evil? Like that's that's the premise, and it does not look very good. I mean, look, we, reserving rights for it to be okay, but they show you the entire movie in the trailer. Speaking of I Blumhouse, hate. are we getting Megan too this year? No, 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 I, not that I've heard. No, Maxine I mean, is obviously like the big one uh, mm-hmm, to look yeah. forward to. Um, Civil I'm War, really looking discussed. forward to Civil War. That looks incredible. I wouldn't say I I'm looking forward to it, but. It's it's going to be good to say. Yeah. I got the trailer before uh, Night Swim for ISS, which is more thriller than a horror movie, but I'm pretty jazzed for that. That's oh, some- yeah. That's in two weeks, too. Well, well I think yeah. we're probably going to cover it, I, I hope. But uh, Civil War that looks really good. April That's 26th. some good sci-fi tropes right there. Yeah. Yep. And I'll be mm-hmm. honest, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like rabidly excited, but I'm pretty stoked for Lisa Frankenstein. I think it looks a blast. Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm down for it. I like her as a writer. Yeah. <coughs> and I can't think of her name, but the gal, the, the girl that plays the lead in Lisa Frankenstein, um, and we've seen her movies before, uh, but she's great too. And I think she looks like a great fit for in the trailer for this. So John, this is why I love the BGH community. Cause I was talking about that Amityville movie earlier. Mm-hmm. And Joe over on Slack ran over to his DVD collection to take a picture of it to send to us. <laughs> <laughs> he has the whole Amityville collection, so he didn't. It wasn't just that one. Oh no, it's a box set. Yeah, yeah. You would. Why would you buy just one, John? Yeah. Um, okay. What is your best or worst memory that you have with a pool? Pool memory. Mine was uh, being in uh, vacation to Florida when I was a kid and uh, throwing up after eating a hot dog. (laughs) Like probably because I was doing that little. It was real. I, I, dude, I, I was five and I could clear as day. So that clearly was not a pleasant memory. I, it was one of those things where you're like a kid and you're in a vest or something and you're just sucking down too much water and just like made myself sick. In the pool, maybe I've talked about in the pool. In, oh, throwing up in a pool is not good. That's what I'm just, saying. Well, it's very yeah, hard to yeah. clean is the problem. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, there's so, like, I was a lifeguard for m- several years in high school, both indoor pool and outdoor pool. And so, like, there's, I could, there's a lot of, like, nasty Tell cleaning me nasty pool situations that I can get into. <laughs> no, I was going to, my, mine was, and maybe I've mentioned this on the show, but we had a, our house, uh, we had a house fire when I was young. Like, I think I was in, like, fifth grade. And so we had to relocate for basically like nine months. I mean, the house got like real fucked up. It was like, you know, a real deal fire. And uh, 
the rental that we moved into had a pool. So there was like one glorious summer. Like when, a haunted artisanal pool? No, perhaps? it was it was just like a normal <laughs> ass like pool with a diving board. Pool. And I fucking swam every day. And it was incredible. It's, I do. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It, yeah, I, I mean, love I love swimming. swimming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have one from when I was a kid, which is probably both my best and my worst. Um, mm. We had a pool when I was a kid because I grew up in California. And... It was before they made you. Now they make you like put a fence around the pool, I think, as part of if you have oh, kids in the states, house. Yeah, but, you have to have a fence. Yeah. But you don't have to, you didn't have to do that at the time. And my mom worked for the phone company who, and they gave out these little electric cars that you could, that, that were kid sized. And so I drove this thing. They gave me swim lessons. I was terrified to put my face in the water. And I was out there, only child Matilda, driving this car and drove it into the deep end. Oh God! And sunk, and I sunk like a stone in the car. Wow! Um, And I swam out. And I swam out. But you know, like the the one thing that was pretty effective when you talk about the shot in this movie—that's the way far away pool, way up there. I was like, oh yeah, that's about what it felt like when I was tiny, and I sunk to the bottom of the deep end. But that's how I learned to swim: was I drove the little car in there. I bet that it's car was terrifying for my mom. Yeah, the car was really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a little um it was a little Pacific Telesis repair truck that you that I drove around the backyard. The <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> uh, we had uh, a little pond it was on my road. We were just like outside of city limits, but we had there was a little pond that was you buy like a membership and you could go there. It had a little beach, super tiny. They uh and it had a pier that was like middle school era. We were, you know, me and my friends are always there. We were doing what we called sailor dives. We're off the end of the pier where you dive in without your hands mm-hmm. at first. Go to very familiar first. with the yep, sailor dive. Very first time I tried it, I went in, went straight down, landed straight <laughs> on my head on the bottom and hit Ooh. it hard enough where I was like frozen for like 30 seconds i kind of bobbed up and couldn't yeah i was just kind of yelling and i was like "Uh, uh," and the lifeguard saw me and then by the time he got me out of the water i was fine dude people like fucking die doing that i know (laughs) it was terrifying at the time it didn't slow me down though i've never it didn't make me afraid of the water or anything but Ah, yikes love it two more questions john Mm. first one question of our generation who is thicker, the Marco Polo demon guy or Godzilla? <laughs> oh, what was that? That guy was pretty thick. Not in like a great way, though. Godzilla's <laughs> no. thick. Godzilla, you celebrate the thickness. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's muscle totally. there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That was more like bloat. It was like water bloat. <laughs> yeah. you know? Just, right. It was more like a bloated corpse situation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not great. Mm-mm. Oh, by uh, the way, quick Godzilla side. Can I give in a Godzilla side? Sure. This weekend, when the weather was horror show, we were like, fuck it, we're not going outside. I showed my kids the original Godzilla. First time they'd go? ever seen a... No way never kids seen, made it through that. Well, they'd never even seen a, a foreign language movie, like uh, uh, a movie with subtitles. Sat and watched the whole thing. I was blown away. Thanks. It was really what? good. It was better than I was expecting. I had never seen it, so... Well, that when Delaney was little, we used to watch Godzilla because they were always rated G, and we had that uh, Monsters HD that was on Dish satellite at the time. Yeah. So we watch her and I would watch Godzilla and Gamera all the time. And there's one time I come home from work and she's in kindergarten, and Colleen's like, "You need to see what your daughter drew in art." 
And I was thinking, oh, Lord, what it, what is it? And Colleen handed me the picture Delaney drew in kindergarten. It was a picture of Gamera. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I dig. All right. Last. Well, I guess two questions. I don't. Do anybody does anybody actually do this? What was your, what were your New Year's resolutions? Like, is that a real thing people do? No, yeah. I don't think so. I mean, some people do, but I uh, I made a doctor's appointment actually. So that was your New Year's resolution: go to well, the doctor. Well, yeah, my my like foot's been bothering me, and I was like, you know, I need to just stop being an a hole and go to a doctor. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, it wasn't a resolution year, necessarily, but I was like, yeah. Eh. Exactly. I'm like, you know what? It's about time. So, yeah. in the same in the same vein, I never stopped and said, "I resolve, I'm not going to do this." But I haven't had diet coke since the New Year. Hmm. So, go you. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. Last question: Is this a better pool based movie than Swim Fan? How about The Color of Money? I don't even know what that. I've never seen either of those actually. Well, Color of Money is like from nine, like ninety one or something. It's like pretty yeah, old. It's pretty old. Um, I have never I've seen Swim Fan either. I don't think I've seen Swim Fan. Yeah, either. I, seen I, Swim I know Fan. it, but yeah, I'm familiar. I saw Color of Money, but like that was like a movie I saw on HBO when I was, you know, thirteen or That's something. When you were not supposed to be watching it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I don't think it's like think, that bad. No, it isn't. This made me think more about Poltergeist, like John, you were talking about earlier with all of the all of those scenes. Yeah, there's a pool in Poltergeist too. Yeah, oh, but yes. it's like pool based movies is a pretty short list. Like, oh lord, that's yeah. an '86 movie. Yeah, '86. I just look and I saw that Casey yeah. <laughs> older than I remembered. Um, all right. Uh, do we know what's up next week? No, we got an open week next week, uh, so we got we're gonna have to talk about some stuff. Um, and then ISS, uh, that Casey was mentioning comes out the week after that. What's ISS? Oh, that's the space station thing where they're like, yeah, that could, that could yeah. be kind of fun. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you remember, uh, the last space station movie a couple of years ago, that alien thing with Ryan Reynolds. That was sweet. What was that called? Wait, are you talking about the, um, Cloverfield paradox? Where the fuck? No, 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 no. There was a space station movie. With like Ryan Reynolds and a couple other yeah. handsome dudes, and they like they had that gooey Jake Gyllenhaal was in got it. loose, and they yeah they like discover a life form and they've got to quarantine yeah. it and then it gets oh loose it's on called the ship. it was called Life yeah life. that movie's so, okay I didn't I think I may not have loved it as much but I do remember it now remember when Ryan Ryan Reynolds was like making movies like that yeah now he just. Own soccer. Ryan Reynolds was uh, the star of our other Lost Lost Forever episode on uh, Buried Alive. Uh, Buried, I believe it's called. Buried. Yeah, Buried. That happened so long ago, it was on my Mac. We we also lost Europa Report, didn't we? Or that's one you neglected to post. I refused to put a Europa Report out because our show that was the only time we've ever done a show, and I was like, this was terrible. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. like i've yeah, had shows I that, that were like nah we've done better but it's fine for the we, record i was not on that, that europa report episode we finished that show and i was like this can't the public cannot hear this it was a zero energy show yeah yeah because it's like <laughs> a dry happens. documentary basically the movie anyway yeah. uh cool so we don't know what's next week is that the the moral last no story? we don't we gotta yeah. we should have a conversation we the, we should also look there. i'm sure there's like some shutter stuff we've missed so we can uh destroy all neighbors comes out on uh friday on shutter with uh jonah ray and alex casey's, 
Casey's been just, stomping I, for it real hard. I'm plugging so. for it. <laughs> yeah. This reminds me, John, might as well put you in the spot here. Our um, listener, Natasha, would like mm-hmm. to know if you can please put poor things on the 2024 movie list since she's in the UK and didn't get it until 2024. Yeah. No, that's a hard no. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> so good. Natasha. I knew that was the answer, but. Love you. I figured. Love you. Uh, you can celebrate it in 2024. I will continue to celebrate in 2024, but for purposes of v- BGH <coughs> voting, we're not, we're not, we can't. I figured I'd let you let her down. And then I'll yeah, no, it's, you know, it's a fair question. I still haven't seen it yet, unfortunately, but I did watch the first episode of Emma Stone's, uh, the curse. And I oh, I heard that that's I good. It. I really I wish it wasn't it. on Showtime, dude. Any, like it's the, any, it's Nathan Fielder. Any way yeah. I might get that yeah. show legal or otherwise is a, pain in the ass like show i hate showtime i'm not paying for another thing let's let's talk about your options after the (laughs) after the show (laughs) yeah there's options but it does look amazing i saw the trailer i was like what is this especially i'd I'd like to watch it like i kind of want to see anything she's in i I watched the first one i didn't necessarily get it but i i think it has potential to be something kooky and well i think it goes like very hard off the rails is emma stone in her elijah wood era john what I would it's possible. I mean, it's Nathan Fielder and one of the Safty brothers. Yeah. Like, they're all crazy. I mean, Emma Stone's the least crazy of the three yeah. of them. So, yeah. I'm excited. Oh, Joe Ferris says the color of money is Scorsese. I didn't know that. Oh, there you go. I okay. should see that one, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, guys. Do it for the show. Right. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll talk to you next week. See you. Bye. Bye-bye.